Hello, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, D-Influence. I'm not going to lie. We tried another take for like 30 seconds. We were like, we are not flowing. So we you, started over. You didn't like what I said? No. It's okay, though. I called him boo-boo, and he didn't like it. It's like, don't embarrass me in front of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, we um, are so excited about Spotify Wrapped. Shout out to Spotify. Um, we're so excited. We were number six on the most anticipated podcast of 2023, which is like cool, right? It's cool. It's not like, like a backhanded compliment, right? Like it's, it's like, cause it's like most anticipated, yeah, but not like the best <laughs> anticipated. Well, I don't think that they had a top best. Like that's just the uh, charts. Yeah. But like anticipated is a word that's interesting yeah. because <laughs> for, for you and I, it's like, okay, well, basically you just set an expectation yes. and if we don't meet that and we're not going to sleep until we meet that expectation. It, it actually put more pressure on us. Totally. I wasn't able to bask in any type of glory. I was more like, oh crud, like we better be good. Yeah. We better be anticipatedly good. But honestly, it's good that we weren't top three because like we can live in six. It's like, that's like showing up yeah. and being like, hey, listen, you know, like we're good, but like, you're not the best. Yeah. It's like, we're just middle of the road. We can just hang right here. But babe, you know, you're an Enneagram one. I'm an Enneagram three. You know, we can't handle that. No. Like we can't handle that type of attention and not go full, full throttle. You know, but I'm we, like, I'm like, buy a podcast studio. We're moving to New York. <laughs> I know. But here's the problem is we can't go against the queen. Who's the queen? Alex Earl. The chokehold that she has on female society right yeah, now. Yeah, but is, yeah, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. I love me some Alex Earl. Like I eat that girl up all day long. But the thing is, is she's in a very different stage of life. Right. So I don't find it relatable. And so like I'm standing on the sidelines, like cheering her on like, go girl. Yeah. But I feel like there needs to be like an Alex Earl of the mommies. Totally. And so like there's, I don't know. I feel like there's like empty space in the market there. Well, we'll <laughs> see what happens. But uh, for, for the time being, I say we stick here. We hold our ground. We, we record out of our playroom. Yeah. And just see where this thing goes, you know? Babe, I feel like we're doing just great. Yeah, no. I'm so proud of us. Yeah, anticipated shamistivated. <laughs> shamistivated. We don't we don't need to we don't need to push any further. You know, speaking of anticipation, something that we have been working on behind the scenes that like I cannot I'm shook to my core that this is actually happening. I actually don't know what you're gonna say. On Monday. You remember? I feel like you're so out of the loop these days. I know. I had a really bad week. Y'all we have been basically trying out for family feud oh yes on monday and we've like made it to the final round now that's some anticipation i will show up for every day Can i you? will i would love to be on the cw at nine o'clock at night rerunning <laughs> in a house like that's all i ever wanted in life what's so crazy about this whole process is they are so strict like in the contract it's like if you are one minute late like you're canceled like if you don't if like every family member isn't there like you're canceled if any extra people are in the house you're canceled like they are so so strict so i'm like i'm a little nervous but well, is your mom involved 
Yeah. Oof. I know. Let's tell her it actually starts an hour before it starts. That's what we always have to do with, with NATO. We we're love like, we're like she we say noon, she shows up at two thirty. Yeah. So we're excited about that. We'll see if we make it to the final round. I don't know what exactly they're looking for in their family feud contestants, but um we'll have to be practicing. How would you feel about being on the amazing race with your mom? <sighs> Jordan, when I tell you that if there was one thing that I was created for. You and your mom both. It would be the amazing race. Right. What I, about Survivor? Probably not Survivor. Nah, nah. Not I'm not really into bugs and outdoorsy things like that. I mean, I can do outdoorsy things for like four days, but the amazing race, like it is ingrained in my bones mm -hmm. to, to dominate that show. Like I would kill it because you know, one thing about me and my mom is like, First of all, we don't like to lose and we hustle so hard, but we're also like people, 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 mm -hmm. people, you know? So like we're driven hardcore. We can navigate anything, but then we can like make best friends and get where we want because we can like manipulate the situation. <laughs> I'm telling you like her and I teaming up together, we get anything we want. Yeah, no, it would be. Except for that one time that we tried to get into the Ralph Lauren. Um, oh, the polo bar. Polo bar. Yeah, that didn't work. I was shook, but I think if I had boobies, that would have worked. Yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> How did you feel about uh, the Taylor Swift being Time Magazine's person of the year? You know how I felt about it. With her cat? Is that weird? No. I've been seeing all this controversy about people's, you know, if they like the photos or not, or um, their thoughts on her being chosen. First of all, hands down, we all have to agree Taylor Swift is the person of the year. Everything mm. that... Stop. Mm. Stop. Yeah. Who else would it be? I don't know. Maybe someone who's like changed the world. Wait, Taylor Swift is changing the world. Is she though? They, She's kind of distracting us from what needs to happen in the world. When I tell you my heart is racing right now because of how angry I am. <laughs> do you, do you realize how many people Taylor Swift has brought together? All of the love that she has garnered through her, her, her uh, songs, her releases, her tour. Yeah, I mean, to you line see, her like, big fat pockets. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm riling you up. I'm sorry. She's a great person. I mean, it's not even about like, yeah, she is a great person. Like in anyone that thinks that she isn't, I think you just don't follow like that, like her yeah, in depth. It. Right. Um, Cause she is a great pe person. Like she treats, she showed up to the Time Magazine photo shoot and brought homemade banana bread for everyone mm. on set. Like she's just a thoughtful, caring person. She's very down to earth. She's so hardworking, she's diligent. I mean, y'all know, I don't need to go off on this again. Um, but what I loved about what Taylor has done is like she's given opportunity for so many people to come together and spend like quality time together and and like mother-daughter events and friend event. Like it just kind of gave life to 2023. Don't you agree with her shows and her tour? I do agree. I think that she was probably one of the more positive things happening in 2023. And we need that. And we needed that. We don't need like controversy. We don't need everybody choosing sides and division. I think Taylor Swift brought everyone together. And um, and yeah, she's just a very like, her, her art is so consistent and beautiful. You know what I hope she doesn't do next year? Get political. 
I know. And, you know, she tends to do that. And she does it sometimes. I know. But, you know, we all do it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we all do it. <laughs> <laughs> we all do it sometimes. Sometimes we just have to go off. And, I, you know, I love her uh, passion for the right to vote. But I just hope that she doesn't take all this goodwill that she's built and just totally, like, get caught up in the firestorm, you know? Yeah. There Wasn't there, like, a scandal recently about Taylor Swift? Yes, there was. Um, so are you familiar with the account Dumois? Is that that uh, celebrity? Um, it's really interesting to follow. And she's been doing this for a year. And Dumois is just like one single girl. She um, recently has put like a face to her brand, but she used to be anonymous. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if she personally put her face to the brand, but like basically it came out who Dumois actually who was. She? You can Google her. She's just like a normal gal, like living, I think, in New York or New Jersey really? or something. And what happens is people in the industry or people out and about send tips to Dumois. So they'll be like, hey, I work for Taylor Swift's tour. And, you know, Travis Kelsey picked her up last night at 11 p.m. You know, I just made that up. Mm -hmm. But people are sending in anonymous tips, emails, screenshots, photos, and Dumas will just post everything in real time. Now, of course, you have to use your own discernment because not everything that she is being tipped off about is accurate, but it's just kind of entertaining to follow. A lot of the things that people sent in, send in end up being true. Dumas posted, I believe last week, that someone had sent her a tip about Taylor Swift saying about a year ago, she had an official ceremony ceremony with like a small you know small group of friends and family like a like a satanic thing no like more of like alluding to marriage and taylor's if is not oh. satanic it's like so annoying when people <laughs> say that um okay so like and back when she was dating joe uh -huh. and um this girl from dumas was like i know this to be factual because so many pe people sent it in to me well, Tree Pain is Taylor Swift's publicist. Sounds like T Pain. I yeah, know. that is a strong name right yeah, there. Yeah, Tree Pain. She's with Taylor Swift, like her full time publicist. She is her like number one gal. She's been with her for years. She has helped Taylor Swift navigate everything for like the past, I mean, for years. Mm -hmm. And Tree and Taylor do not ever re re reply or respond to any hate. I mean, you know that, like, or any, like, controversy. They just never do. And out of all the things that are said about Taylor Swift, even about, like, the Kim Kardashian call or whatever it is, Tree Payne decided to reply or respond publicly to Dumois' accusations about Taylor Swift having a ceremony and said something like, you know, um, you should be held accountable for the rumors that you're starting. This is not true at all or accurate at all. And... Like Dumas is just like one single girl, like literally it'd be like me, like at my house, like working in my office. And yeah, like, like saying, hey, I think Joe and Taylor had a yeah. wedding ceremony and then they come after you. Yeah, like Dumas, I mean, yes, she has a following, but it's not like she's equivalent to like Kim Kardashian or something. Like she's just like one girl. But I've heard that all the celebrities follow this account. It's like, it's yes. like their biggest thorn in their side. Yes, because it's kind of like a Reddit where like, a, right. and not everything is accurate, but like a lot of it is. And you have people in the industry, like people that are like, I'm best friends with, you know, Taylor Swift and this is actually what happened and they're anonymous and like you know so it is probably hard for celebrities to follow anyway Dumois replied to Tree Pain and said you know I have nothing to gain from 
you know, sharing this bit of information like you do because you get paid as a publicist mm -hmm. and I will take it to my grave that there was a ceremony of some sort. So the question is, is out of all the accusations about Taylor Swift and all the drama that happens in why did this one bother Taylor Swift so much? Mm. Why was this accusation about her having maybe a ceremony, maybe where like she did marry Joe, maybe it wasn't made official, maybe it was just a ceremony. Like, I don't know. But like, why did that bother so much that Taylor Swift and Tree decided to shut down the rumors? Well, Joe, wasn't Joe like Taylor's like, kind of fight or flight response like do I want more out of my career do I want to settle and like have a family and like really find the love of my life wasn't that Joe um like it was like it was real it was raw so like it probably hurts very different than like when she broke up with Joe Jonas or what whatever. hurts very different um just Joe in general for Taylor I feel but like why go why make sure that like to like why not just let the rumor be because Why shut it down? And honestly, nobody would have known. So I think that um, there was some type of ceremony. I think that she genuinely did love Joe. She even alludes to the fact in her Time Magazine article that like she was so sick and tired of having to hide her relationship like from everyone. Mm -hmm. She's like, it's so much more. She said some quote that was essentially like communicating that it's it feels so good to be with someone now that's proud of you and you can just like, be yourself and be out there because she had, she said it was so much more work hiding her relationship than it is to just like be in a relationship because Joe wanted everything to be so private. He was very, very private. So I think the ceremony was private too. He didn't want people, if there was a ceremony, he didn't want people to know. I don't think it was like illegal. I don't think they were like legally married or yeah. anything. And um, I think that this all has to do with, tra with Travis. Mm. I don't think that she wants Travis to know that there was a ceremony. Man. Because she wants like- That's something right there. I think that, and she doesn't want to belittle her and Travis's relationship. And if it gets out that she had a ceremony with Joe, then it's like- It'd be like me finding out you were married before. Yeah, kind of. Or that she was like that in love with Joe that they had a secret ceremony. Wow. Cause I'm, I'm telling you one thing, that girl loves, loves Travis. Yeah, you've told us. I know. Several times. I know. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, number six pod anticipated podcast 2023. We've talked about her for 10 minutes. She's the she's the person of the year. Yeah. She deserves it. She deserves every bit of the attention. She got it. We're hooked. Good job, Taylor Swift. Before I move on, I just want to say one other thing. Yes. She also called out um, Kim Kardashian in her article. But you know, I love you, me some Kim K too. I know you're rooting for a reconciliation. I still am rooting for it. But then after that, when I feel like Taylor's like, nah. It would have like, been easy for like Kim and Taylor to come together and be like, hey, our mutual kind of hindrance here is Kanye. Let's yeah. just like, let's just bridge the gap here. And it just, it doesn't sound yeah, like Yeah, but no, happen. Taylor was still like, shares a lot of animosity towards Kim Kardashian and said that she moved to a different country when Kim Kardashian re released that edited video of her call with Kanye West, Taylor got so much hate that she moved to a different country and didn't leave her house for like a year. Mm. Anyway, love her, loved the photos, loved the messy hair. Don't love Joe though. Danny is not a Joe gal. I just like, he's just a lot of work. He's just yeah. like a little too like, I don't know. You wanna say the word that you called him? <laughs> no. 
I said it when I was. I've never heard Danny call someone this in my entire life. And she was like, man, Joe is such a beep. And I was like, whoa. It wasn't like a curse word. It was just no, like it was a very, not a nice word. It was not a nice word. It, I have asked for forgiveness. It denoted his sensitivity, probably his caring <laughs> uh, demeanor. And she was, I was just like, whoa. His, yeah. Speaking of scandal, I have a follow, follow up to the Madeline Brockway. That's her name. Right? Yeah, this was a hit on the last podcast. This is the, uh, the heiress of a regional car dealership <laughs> gets no. me every time. Okay, who had a sixty million dollar wedding in Paris? Regional car dealership. Well, I have some a um, little bit of tea. So I have a friend that uh, I like was basically I like grew up with her, mm-hmm. and her dad owns a Mercedes dealership, and. Um, so I feel like, you know, all the owners of the Mercedes dealerships, like they have to know of each other, right? Yeah. Like, you know? Right. And she said, I got a little bit of tea. Yes, the Madeline, oh, so yes, the Brockway dad was a Mercedes dealer and he actually sold his dealerships to a guy named Joe in the last year. Joe is actually now majority owner of the uh, the city that she lives in. I don't want to say just in yeah. case. The, I'm just going to make it up. Los Angeles Mercedes store. And he and Nick Saban also own multiple Mercedes dealerships across so the So Nick South. Saban's wrapped up in this too. <laughs> this I, is I wonder wild. if he's at the wedding. Um, so our update is she, so I, I talked about um, on the last, last podcast how her husband was being sentenced to 25 years in prison for assault, aggravated yeah. assault. Yeah. I, th- I believe against like an officer. And she recently deleted all of her famous TikToks in her TikTok account and went private on Instagram. Girl, I feel, I for, feel her. for her. I feel she, for her because you know she's probably getting it. And not only is she probably getting it, but like all of her family members are probably getting it. And they're uh, all just like, can we go like AWOL? You, you know what? Nothing prepares the soul for that type of wrath. When you experience, especially when you post something good and you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the best moment of my life. Everyone's going to be so supportive. And then it's like, oh, actually we're going to come at you with pitchforks and knives. And it's so hard. It's so hard whenever like, so I feel for her. I I, kind of regretted in a way. I kind of regretted talking about this last week because I was like, you know, it's an interesting story. Don't get me wrong. And I think there's something about the $60 million flashiness that just like, it's kind of like, Hey, you, you really opened yourself up for this conversation. I don't this know. is what you want. But. I think I, I've really pondered this for a while and I really <laughs> thought about this conversation and, and I don't regret having the, having the combo because I don't feel like I took the side of like judging her for doing that. Like I almost like more so defend her and here's why, because we have no idea what these people are doing with their money and their finances. And like so many people that give so much are private about what they do as we should be. We shouldn't have to flash every single time that you donate or you support Mm -hmm. a cause or give. And like, who are we to judge like what they're doing with the other hundreds of millions of dollars that they have? Like, I just, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's our position to be like, wow, that's so flashy. And I know some people think it's so stupid and like, whatever. But my thing is like, you just never know. Yeah. But hey, like, I don't, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm not going to judge because I don't know how they live their lives. So why do you think if he was, if, if this all happened before um, she was going to get married? Yeah, this happened apparently his assault with the 
police happened like back in March. So if it all was happening before, why would you move forward with a $60 million wedding? That is the million dollar question or the $60 million question. Right. Cause I mean, I feel like in the movies, what, why someone gets married if they know that their husband or wife is like guilty, guilty is spou- or their like, boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. Is like spousal immunity where it's like, if you get married, then you cannot testify against your spouse type of thing. So that's like huh. the only thing that makes sense to me of why, if you, if I knew that you had 25 years against you in jail and then I still married you, it's like, so that I wouldn't have to testify against you See, or something. This is just such rich people drama, you know? Cause like, how would the lay person know this? It's all these like, Lawyers and stuff. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, it, it is very strange to me to spend that much on a wedding when you know that there is a, this type of case against your spouse. That's probably I'm the most so... like interesting. That's more oh, interesting than it being a $60 million wedding. I forgot to tell you this. I don't know if I'm supposed to say on the podcast. Okay. Well, just one of my best friends, just think of it. Her really good friend went to the wedding. <gasps> yeah. And she said that she's super kind, like a normal gal. See, uh, I and know. I um, hate they, it. yeah, they just I hate said what she's going through. And uh, and then I was talking to you know my friend about it, and she was like, the thing was is that she had this really nice wedding, but the reason it cost so much is because she paid for everyone, everyone's stay, yeah, everyone's stay, their travel, um, all their meals, and they were there for like five days. How many people were at the wedding? So I don't know. It's giving kind of generosity to me <laughs> it's giving kind of generosity vibes like not marie Antoinette. that's what i'm saying i don't know i just i don't know like literally let them eat cake yeah on literally me. Yeah. on me speaking of going to jail <laughs> good transition you know it what that was a funny transition no, just speaking of going to jail you know what else deserves jail time no that you are so guilty of is long voice text. For this, I wanna move into things that make you hmm. hmm. And I wanna talk about voice texting. Do you like voice text? Is it something that drives you nuts? Because something that like I cannot stand that just anytime I look at my phone and I see this like three minute voice memo, it instantly, in my mind, I just think negativity. Yeah, I like think this person is, yeah, this person is about to throw down and like it was too much to say over text. So now they have to send me a voice memo so that I can hear the inflection in their voice so that they can say what they want to say. That sounds a little bit like PTSD to me. I'm a huge voice memo guy. Love it. Send it all the time. It allows for me to say my words with the nuances and the inflections that I want to be said. And then I leave and I'll go do something else. And it's almost like we had a mini meeting. Do it at Divi all the time. But my question for you is, did you ever get a bad voice memo that is creating this PTSD? Yeah, I feel like every voice memo from you. Really? People don't voice memo you though. Yeah, they do. Yeah, let's talk about the etiquette of voice memos. To me, voice memos are very good for quick uh, marching orders, quick direction, quick, hey, let me plant a seed in your brain. What are voice memos not good for? Delivering any type of bad news whatsoever. That is cruel and unusual punishment. I think a phone call would suffice. Is phone call for bad news always, always, always. Yeah. No, I, I just like, I know this is so basic, but I want to take it back like a few more steps and like, do not text me something that is bad. 
I, or like your thoughts or opinions that I could interpret it in a negative way. Like my dad still does that when he's like, he's like, Hey, we need to talk. I disappointed in you. Like, like, uh, uh, and I'm like, dad, what you just sent me, like sent me over the ledge. Like I'm not well, my dad is disappointed in me and I can't like read into his tone, you know, because he texts like so weird. They're like not full sentences and he sounds so angry. Yeah. Point being never, ever, ever, ever say we need to talk period. And then just send that. That's so my dad. It's horrible. Every day. day. I mean, anxiety skyrockets, skyrocket, spiral all day. And then what's worse when they send that. And then they're like, I'm going to be in the meeting for the next three hours. We'll talk later. And I'm like, okay, well, why would you do that to me? So the question is, are we for voice texting or against it? I'm very pro voice texting with the proper etiquette. Are you? No, I don't want any voice text ever. I think you should try it. I do it. I do it all the time. (laughs) Oh, so you're, you're pro sending it. You just do not want people to send it back to you. No. Okay. So you're out on voice memos. Is there any length that you would be okay with? Like maybe seven seconds. What about 30? No. Okay, seven seconds. <laughs> Anything longer? Be Don't like, hey, call me is what I want to know. You know, I would say that voice memos are just one of those things that make me go. Hmm. <laughs> Today is a day for the books. You want to know why? Yes. We have a new sponsor on De-Influenced. Number six anticipated podcast of 2023, <laughs> baby. <laughs> we have a new sponsor on De-Influenced and that is Marine Layer. Jordan's actually wearing his marine oh, layer yeah. sweater shirt today. It's a sweater shirt. We call it a swirt. It's actually very comfortable. <laughs> it's really nice. I feel I, like it would look really nice underneath a blazer too. I love when I just find clothes in my closet that just show up and appear. <laughs> I I'm ordered like, that for oh, you. New shirt. I ordered a few things for Jordan and he and I absolutely love it. He is actually wearing one of the shirts today. The Merino blend sweater tee in color oyster. It's a new style and is perfect for winter as it's still a tee, but will keep you warm with sweater material. Their stuff is so soft, it's absurd and it makes for the perfect gift. To spread holiday cheer, our listeners get 15% off discount with our exclusive link. Just head to marinelayer.com slash mlpodxdinfluenced. Marine Layer has items for guys and gals, sweaters, tees, beanies, sweatshirts, you name it. They have free shipping and returns for an entire year. Yep, a full year. Make sure to order December 18th in order to receive by Christmas. I feel like men are so hard to shop for. So this would be a great place to shop for your brother, dad, husband, son, and the quality of the clothing items is amazing. The brand is actually based in San Francisco. Thank you to Marine Layer for sponsoring today's episode. For a limited time, get 15% off at marinelayer.com slash mlpod x de-influence that's marinelayer.com slash ml pod x de-influence for 15 percent off your order i've been drinking my armor colostrum every single morning i've been consistent with it and i'm already starting to see great results mainly in my bloating the biggest difference for me is helped with bloating in my stomach which i wasn't expecting to see such a noticeable difference there are so many benefits to colostrum it strengthens your skin lungs and gut barriers rebuilds your microbiome and activates cellular health and performance to revive whole body immune health one of the best parts about it is it's so easy you add the powder to your water or any cold beverage and it tastes 
so good. Comes in four different flavors, acai berry, watermelon, blood orange, and unflavored. I have been using the blood orange. The unflavored actually is unflavored. Like you cannot taste anything, which like sometimes kind of freaks me out. So I kind of like a flavor in my water. Um, and I usually just like chug it in the morning. I wanted to share this data with y'all um, of those who have tried the products. 86% experienced less bloating, 60% noticed better focus and energy, and 80% improved their lean muscle mass, strength, and endurance. So it is definitely worth a try. I got a code for y'all, 15% off your first order using code Danny. Go to tryarmra.com slash Danny to activate 15% off. Now. The big kahuna. The big kahuna. Um, this is gonna make you go, hmm? It might even make you go, what? <laughs> Sound like a rap soundbite. <laughs> so you're familiar with Uggs. You know, I only have like 18 pairs. Well, yeah, and they're all sitting right <laughs> next to you. <laughs> this is so interesting because people have started to notice that the quality of their Uggs has drastically decreased. I even noticed that myself because I, right here next to me, have a pair of Uggs that I have had since I was 12. I actually got these when I was uh, in sixth grade. It was my first pair of Uggs. Sturdy, good stitching. You know, we all used to wear them with our denim skirts and Abercrombie tight t-shirts sure. with our juicy suits. So I have had those Uggs. Let's see, I got them when I was 12. I'm 31, so 19 years. I'm showing it off on camera. If you're watching video, you should be. I, they are so, like the quality is amazing. And on the back, look at the label. It says Ugg Australia. Okay. So then I have some newer Uggs that I recently have purchased within the past two or three years. Here we have an Ugg, but it's so, it's different. The quality, it feels different, especially the shirling on the inside. The label says Ugg, not Ugg Australia. Okay. So a lot of people on TikTok were like, why are my Uggs like drastically declining in quality? You know, my Uggs that I bought when I, in the early 2000s, like those, mm -hmm. you know, have lasted me 10, 15 years, but now I'm buying Uggs and they're only lasting me one or two years, especially the Taz slippers. People are having to buy a new pair after a year and they, they're noticing like, this is like something is off here. So come to find out, there are two different Ugg brands. You have Ugg since 1974, which is like the OG. They're kind of like the ones that started it all. They are actually made in Australia. Okay. And we are learning that we, most of us actually don't own like the real Uggs. We own Ugg, which is an American, like started in America by this guy in Southern California that were actually, it was actually like created for surfers that are all made in China. China, <sighs> the Philippines, like we're not getting the genuine Ugg. So they're two totally different entities, two totally different companies. And people are like, wow, like that's why we're not getting like the good quality because we're not getting the real thing. So Ugg since 1974, which is like a way smaller, kind of like, I wouldn't call it a mom and pa shop, but like it's a generational, like they sure. passed it generation to generation. They actually had to release a statement. And if you go to their website, if you go to Ugg since 1974, they actually have on their website a section where it's like a disclaimer saying, we are not associated with Ugg. We are completely different. We are Ugg since 1974. We are made in Australia. If you have a real pair of Uggs, there will be a tag that says made in Australia. Look in both of my Uggs. I guarantee you that it says made in China or made in the Philippines or made in, you know, wherever. Made like in China. Oh my gosh, the scandal made in China. Right? They're not Australian. They're not Australian. <laughs> They're not the real deal. 
Isn't wow. that insane? Okay, so can I can I clarify? Because this is this is juicy business scandal right here. Yeah. So basically, they just took this UGG of Australia brand, mm-hmm. did not make in Australia, burned the mom and pop UGG of 1974 mm-hmm. company, ripped them off, put UGG by Australia, then realized, ooh, this is a bad move, so we're just going to call it UGG. But it's not the real UGG. Well, so what happened is UGG Australia and UGG are actually the same company. Yeah, they right. got they, bo- just, they just dropped They it. got bought out. And apparently they got bought out by like this company called Deckers or something. And then ever since like UGG Australia to UGG, like the quality just continues to, de- to decrease. You know, Bunch you know how manufacturing works. mongers. Okay, here's my question. You've actually never seen experience the UGG of 1974 then? I think we should buy a pair. That's what I want for Christmas. I want a real yes. pair of UGGs. From Australia. Wait, I wonder what the price difference is. Let me look. I wonder like if the UGG Australia, I mean, I, I guarantee you that it's going to cost more, like especially just for shipping. Like it's, they're, they're genuine. So I, um, I just Googled it. And what's so interesting, because the question becomes like, why wouldn't UGG of 1974 sue the real UGGs? But here's the thing. This is what Google just told me. What? Is that they tried but they lost the trademark battle because they ba- the courts basically determined that UGG was too generic of a term to trademark. That is such bull crap. Are you kidding me? So this UGG, this UGG of 1974. Who says the word UGG? That is like, when well, it, like that is not that generic of a word. Google it. Maybe it's like an urban dictionary. Maybe it's like Australians are just like, good day, mate. Let's put some UGGs on, you know, like. I don't know. I've never been to Australia, but like maybe so, right? So, okay. But, but what remember is so- this: the classic mini boot from UGG, the fake UGG, is one sixty. Remember that one hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna look at UGG since 1974. I'm gonna see if okay. they're cheaper. One fifty-seven. Huh. So same what did price. I say? The other one. One sixty. They're like the same price. Man, this American colonizing. Look, company. they're cuter too. The brand, the logo is cuter on the 1974. It's a little different. Wow. Oh my gosh. You know what you know what's really crazy about this is that that 1974 company just got absolutely burned. You know what? Poor mom and pop company just got ripped off. It happens more than you think. No. I, I know. mean more than I mean you probably know, but it happens more than than we think. So basically the way that we can de-influence on this podcast is we can say that UGG Australia and UGGs are not the real deal and everyone should go support small business 1974. Amen, Ug. sister. Yeah, Ug ninety seven. That's a good. That's a good topic. I like that one. Can you think of any other companies that have been ripped off like that? Um, I think that there's like a, a Mexican Bucky's now. <gasps> I like, heard yeah, of that. Yeah, they're like trying to like they're just basically like ripping it off. There's a there's a tech company that I heard of where basically all they do is like. It, they're based in Germany, I think, and they will create the international version of other big companies. So it's like. Airbnb blows up in the US and they're just like, we're B&B, you know? And it's like the same thing. And what it does, it's crazy, is it forces the bigger companies to buy them. Oh, totally. Which is kind of like, how do I feel about that? It's like like they started Divi in in China, but it's like D-I-V-V-I. Yeah, exactly, or something (laughs) like that. And all the same like colors, everything. And then they're like, well, Divi's just too generic of a word. Like, but that's in, such bullcrap. In in the courts, like, we would probably lose. We would yeah. be forced to have to go buy them. Buy them. And then take over wor- world domination. Yeah, it's just like, man, ethics, you know? <sighs> so hard. It definitely makes you go, hmm. hmm. 
Before we wrap this up, today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I've said it many times before, but Jordan and I are big champions of therapy. The hardest part, at least for me, is finding the right person. I mean, you are sharing the deepest parts of your life, and so it's so important to find the right fit. BetterHelp allows you to switch therapists as many times as you want with no additional cost. It can be awkward in person to have to cancel or switch, but here you just do it all online, avoiding that uncomfortable exchange. That's actually so nice. If you've been thinking about trying therapy, now is the best time. This time of year can definitely be a lot. The holiday season can be really overwhelming or lonely. Having an outlet and someone to talk to is exactly the bright spot you may need this season. Even if you're traveling a lot, BetterHelp is great because it allows you to do your sessions from anywhere. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And you can use whatever medium you're most comfortable with, video chat, text, or phone call. BetterHelp will give you something to look forward to to make you feel grounded and give you the tools to manage everything going on. Visit betterhelp.com slash deinfluence today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash deinfluenced. To wrap up this episode, this was kind of a quicker episode, um, you know, because we got ish to do. <laughs> it's the holidays. I got some gifts to wrap. Actually, I don't have that many gifts to wrap because did I tell you what my family was doing for, or what we're all doing? Sorry, my family, what? Your family too. It's kind of like when you say my closet. And I'm like, no, it's ours. I've been doing that a My lot. bedroom. No, it's ours. Yeah. Like, did you see the text from my mom? No. We're doing white elephant for Christmas this year. Oh, I love that. I'm no. so happy about Here's that. Here's the thing that's going to happen though. So my mom sent out a text saying that we're all going to just do white elephants. We're only buying one $100 gift for Christmas. But here's what's going to happen. People are still going to buy each other gifts. And then like some of us are going to just feel so guilty and left out. So I'm still wrapping gifts for everyone just in case. Well, you're that girl. This is like the prisoner's dilemma. It's like if one person takes the cash, like everyone loses. Yeah. It's like you just don't need to wrap. You don't need to get the other gifts. No, but it's kind of annoying because like I enjoy giving <laughs> well okay yeah i mean geez make me seem like the bad guy here no but like i genuinely like want to like give some like i got my dad something like very that i know that he wanted and then i got that text and i'm like no i'm gonna still give it to him like yeah so i want to announce last week's giveaway winners congrats to jenna Tin tina glia okay congrats to jenna tina glia and ashley delo Gosh, I just, I feel like, Those I don't know if you noticed names. this, but like every winner that we've chosen <laughs> has had the hardest last name. Congrats to Jenna Tinaglia and Ashley Dilo or Dillo. I don't know. My team is sending you an They're email. They're like, it's Dilo. <laughs> like I tried everything. You're disrespectful. And <laughs> we literally, I, even like the last two weeks, like every winner we chose, I, I'm like, wow, that's an interesting last name. Like, um, so this week, again, we are uh, fulfilling your Christmas wish list up to $500 in value. So we, if all you have to do is leave a review and answer the question box on Spotify, and we will reach out and fulfill your Christmas wish list. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.